Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Knowing that I was running a little bit late because we had a snag down, momentary snag down at the other end. Coming in, there was a part where I wanted to go, surprise! Because <laughs> I'm sure poor Sean was sweating bullets here waiting for me to come down. And then nothing like having Fred and Phyllis Messenbury because I'm running through the back cheering me on as I, as I enter. Um, share with you a true story of surprises, uh, which is the focus uh, of our message today. Um, Pat McAfee, punter for the Indianapolis Colts, uh, heard of a situation where one of our military families, husband away in Afghanistan, father of three, uh, their only car broke down and broke down to the point where they were now without a car. And so Pat McAfee invited at his expense, invited this family to come to the next Colts football game. And then during halftime, he brought them out to the field and he presented them with a brand new car which he himself had purchased for them. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool surprise to, to be able to go to a football game. Well, an even bigger surprise awaited because inside the car was their dad, their husband, uh, at, in that moment. And uh, it's just, if, if you've seen those kind of things before, whether in video, perhaps you've experienced it firsthand, what, what a joy it is, an unexpected surprise. And then the, the delight that just takes over the individuals who are involved in that, just that unexpected surprise that takes place. Well, we have the opportunity in our gospel lesson to experience a similar unexpected surprise. And this is an incident involving one of the lesser known disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, a man by the name of Nathaniel, uh, sometimes referred to elsewhere in uh, the Gospels as by another name as Bartholomew. The name Nathaniel literally means gift of God. Well, on this particular occasion, however, Nathaniel is the one who is the recipient of a very precious gift. In fact, it, it comes to him as one of the greatest surprises of his life, where he has the opportunity for the very first time to meet the Messiah. The one whom Nathaniel would be quick to say is the true gift of God. Now to fully appreciate this moment, it is helpful to know a little bit about Nathaniel. Jesus himself in our text describes Nathaniel to us. He says, here is a true Israelite of whom there is nothing false. And this is very familiar. What is spoken of Nathaniel is also very similar to what was spoken of another man by the name of Simeon. You'll recall Simeon was the man who was at the temple the day that Mary and Joseph first brought Jesus to be presented to the Lord. And Luke tells us that like Nathaniel, Simeon was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. What I want you to understand by this is the fact that both Simeon and Nathaniel were oddities in their day. When it came to the Old Testament prophecies concerning the Messiah, very few, if, if hardly anyone anymore, held to what God had revealed concerning the Messiah. Public opinion had evolved and had arisen to the point where when people heard the word Messiah, the majority of the people in Nathaniel's day thought nothing that the Messiah was nothing more than, than a political or a military hero. That's it. Nothing extra special other than that. Nathaniel, however, 
as a true Israelite in whom there was nothing false. Nathaniel held fast to God's revelation. He rightly understood that the purpose of the Messiah was to save us sinners from our sin, to bring about redemption and restoration in our relationship with Almighty God. Thus, this was the deliverer for whom Nathanael was yearning. This was the Savior whom he was expecting. Nonetheless, Nathanael's initial encounter with this promised Messiah held a few unexpected surprises for him. And it all began with Nathanael's friend by the name of Philip, who had met this teacher named Jesus. And this Jesus had invited Philip to come follow me. Well, not only did Philip follow Jesus, but Philip also became a disciple of Jesus. In fact, Philip became convinced that this Jesus, this teacher, was the promised Messiah. And so excited was he that Philip then went and sought out his friend Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets have written, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Now for Nathanael, hearing this as a true Israelite, if Philip would have simply said, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote. If he had just said that and left it at that, Nathanael would have been the one to have grabbed Philip by his arm and said, what are we standing here for, man? Come, please, quickly, take me to him. I want to meet this guy. But when Philip added, Jesus of Nazareth, at that it was like the air went out of the balloon for Nathaniel. He hesitated. He balked. Because you see, as a true Israelite, Nathaniel knew that in all of Scripture, not once, not even once, was Nazareth ever mentioned. And especially, Nazareth was never mentioned in connection with anything, especially as important having to do with the Messiah. Nathaniel was also well acquainted with the prophecy of Micah, which specifically stated that the Messiah was to come, you know, from Bethlehem. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over all Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. So as a true Israelite, not yet knowing anything else about this Jesus, Nathaniel was surprised by his friend's assertion that this Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathaniel asked. You see, for Nathaniel, since nothing good was expected of Nazareth, how could the greatest good originate there. Well, Nathaniel's skepticism did not in any way dampen Philip's enthusiasm. And just as Jesus had extended a simple invitation to him, so now Philip does the same to Nathaniel. And I want you to read these words. Understand, you can sense Philip's continued excitement coming through when he says, come and see. 
Many would be just like you saying, well, there's something I want to show you. Ah, no, I don't want to come. No, no, come. I want you to see this. Come and see. And as a true Israelite, wanting to know the truth, wanting to meet the Messiah, instead of being deterred, Nathaniel was determined to find out the truth for himself, whether or not this Jesus of Nazareth was indeed the promised Messiah, as Philip was certain. Well, suffice it to say, Nathaniel was not disappointed. And herein lies Nathaniel's second surprise about Jesus of Nazareth. When Jesus saw Nathaniel approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. Now, I want you to take note of what is taking place here in this moment. Remember, Philip is the one who knows Jesus. Philip is the connection also with Nathaniel. Philip is also the connection with Peter and Andrew, who are also part of this uh, introduction that's going on here. Of all the individuals there, you would expect Philip be, to be the one introducing everybody to everybody else, because he was the one who had the common connection with everyone. But instead of Philip making the introductions, who's the one making the introductions? Jesus. And even more surprising, Jesus introduces Nathanael as though he has known him for a long time. I mean, how else could he say, here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false? Surprised himself, Nathanael asks, how do you know me? And it's with the sense of, wait a second, have we met before? Well, little did Nathanael realize they had met before, but not in a way that most individuals would think. In fact, they had known one another for some time now. And what is more, they had just spent some time together quite recently. Not physically, but spiritually. Follow me on this. You see, as a true Israelite, Nathaniel would have regularly sought out solitary places where he could step aside and set aside his life and just focus on his relationship with Almighty God. And for people back in that day, a common place of devotion was either sitting by a streamside, by, by, the, by the shores of running water or a lakeside, or sitting under the shade of a tree. And so when Jesus said, I saw you while you were still sitting under the fig tree, the Holy Spirit began to connect some dots in Philip's, or in, in Nathaniel's mind and in his heart. And if, if, if Nathaniel were thinking out loud, the process that was coming to the surface in that moment was, wait a second, you saw me while I was off by myself sitting under the fig tree? Wait a second. I was the only one there. There wasn't anybody else around. But that means in order for you to know that, that would have mean you were there. And the only way that you could have been there is if, whoa, whoa, whoa. That would mean that you, 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 you. And you can almost see Jesus standing there going, surprise. <laughs> it's me you've been spending time with, Nathaniel. And it's in that moment that it's like, whoa. 
And Nathaniel declares, Rabbi, you, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And you can almost see Jesus going, I know, I know. It's good to see you. And with that second surprise comes a third surprise for Nathaniel. And this one is a two-in-one. It's a twofer. The fact that Jesus of Nazareth is the promised Messiah. That's the first one. And what is more, Jesus of Nazareth, the promised Messiah, is also the very Son of God. It's like mind blown, surprise upon surprise. Wasn't seeing that one, wasn't expecting that one at all. Talk about a surprise. My friends, understand, along with John the baptizer, Nathaniel is among the first of those who made this divine connection concerning who Jesus truly is. And for Nathaniel, the surprises keep on coming. They don't end there. A fourth one identified here in our text was yet to come, where Jesus himself says, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. It's almost Jesus saying, Nathaniel, you're impressed with the fact that I knew you there, I saw you there. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. Just wait till you see what happens in, in the coming course of my ministry that identifies who I am as the Messiah, as the Savior, as the Son of God. And Nathaniel didn't have to wait too long. It was but three days later that at a wedding in Cana, where Jesus miraculously changes water into wine. And following this, the first of his miraculous signs, John goes on to tell us that Jesus thus revealed his glory and his disciples put their faith in him. And the last we read of Nathanael in Scripture is at the close of John's Gospel account where Nathaniel is recorded as being one of the disciples who was there to witness and give testimony to the resurrection of Jesus. Talk about the greatest sign of all as to who Jesus is. In his gospel account, what we read here is at the very beginning of John's gospel account, towards the very end of John's gospel account. Throughout the course, John has recorded seven miracles of Jesus. But at the end of his gospel account, John tells us that Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not even recorded in this book. But then he writes this, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. My friends, try to imagine if you can, not simply the surprise of Nathaniel, but his sheer joy and delight in knowing for sure that yes, this Jesus of Nazareth is the Christ, the Son of God. And likewise for us, because Jesus is the Messiah, and because the Messiah is the very Son of God, What that means for you and for me is the fact that Almighty God Himself is our Savior. He's the one who brings about our salvation, which means your salvation, my salvation through faith in Jesus Christ is certain and sure. No ifs, ands, or buts. We have life in His name. 
And that is where, my friends, along with our Lord Jesus, along with Philip, along with Nathaniel, we have the opportunity to, to experience that same invitation that they themselves experience. To come. Come and see. Come follow me and find out for yourselves. For Nathaniel, the invitation to come and see has to do with one's own spiritual well-being. And it's an invitation that causes even you and me to focus inward and consider the extent to we need Jesus as our Savior and Lord. And it calls for us to accept that invitation to just come and see. But for Philip, from his perspective, the invitation also uh, calls us to look out, outward. To consider the fact that there are others in our lives, people that we meet each and every day, where we work, where we go to school, where we shop, where we play, in our neighborhoods, who as yet do not know this Jesus as we have come to know him. And it calls us to, to extend that simple invitation to them as well. But either way, whether we are accepting the invitation or extending the invitation, what I want you to recognize is the simple thing that takes place because of an invitation. How in this text, how an invitation to Christ leads to conversation with Christ and results in salvation through Christ. Invitation leads to conversation, leads to salvation. How about for you and me? Where do we find ourselves today? Do you find yourself wrestling with your sins and understand what you deserve because of those sins and you're wondering whether or not, even in the sins that you have committed in your life, could this God forgive you of your sins? Could he? Would he? Well, my friends, I'd be the first to say, come and see. Come and find out for yourself. You've heard about this Jesus. Other people have been talking about him. You see the difference he's making in the lives of others and you wonder whether or not this Jesus is who he is and whether you should follow him. Well, come and see. Come and find out for yourself. You've been raised in the church. You've been told many things over the years at the hands of your grandparents and your parents and you still find yourself going, I don't know. You're wondering whether or not some of these things you've been told are true. Well, come and see. Come and find out for yourself. You're dealing with some of life's brokenness. And it's caused you to begin to doubt whether or not this God that you've grown up believing is really there for you and what you're going through right now. You're wondering, God, you're maybe even asking, God, are you there? Come and see. Come and find out for yourself. My friends, by God's grace, it is my prayer for each and every one of us today that we would first of all be like Nathaniel and not be so quick to push Jesus aside and say, nah, he's not for me. But instead to just simply accept the invitation to come and see. And may we also be like Philip. And be ones who will extend that invitation to others who also are in the midst of seeking and searching and are confused and struggling in life. Because bottom line for each and every one of us, it comes down to this. 
The only way that you or me or anyone else will know for sure whether Jesus is the promised Messiah, the Savior of sinful mankind, is for us to just simply spend some time getting to know Him a little bit better. And that is the opportunity that is afforded to us each and every time we take this book and we open it and we read it and we study it for ourselves. Come and see. My dear friends, my prayer for each and every one of us is that regardless of where we find ourselves at in life, that we would be surprised anew today of what we can learn concerning Jesus of Nazareth and how he has been revealed to us in the pages of Holy Scripture. My prayer is that we would not only be delightfully surprised once, but we would continue to be delightfully surprised as we grow to know him more and more. And may that surprise continue until the day that we have the opportunity to meet our Savior face to face. What a delightful day that will be. Amen? Amen. Amen.